get dressed and brush your teeth. It's time for your weekly Vanguard podcast, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nexus at night. God, that was so dumb. Uh, I, I didn't know what you were going for there, honestly. That was bad. I was trying to go for, like, your mom waking you up. Anyway, I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And uh, thanks to uh, thanks to our patrons, our $10 patrons, Darren, Cole, and Josh. Uh, today we're doing uh, a set review of uh, DBT02, A Brush with the Legends. Um, when you said DBT, I thought it was a mistake, but no, you're no. right. No, I'm quite accurate, I assure you, unfortunately. I hate it. <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. Why do they have to rhyme all the letters too? GBT, VBT. GV, yeah, yeah it's, it's just it's awful. Yeah, they're like we're uh, we're gonna run out of reboots if we keep having to rhyme letters. Then. No, I think in English a lot of the letters end in an e sound, right? So it's just like whatever. Yeah, I guess the vowels are kind of your only. Yeah, next you do Z, you know, yeah. whatever V. You still have um, B, BBT, yeah. CBT, CBT. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Um, but, uh, to those who haven't heard an episode like this before, uh, what we do is we go through the higher rarity stuff all the way down through the double R's and then any commons or rares that interest us, uh, we're all taking turns based off of the nations. So who's got Dragon Empire again? Uh, I do. So we'll start with, um, the, uh, the most wonderful card. Dragonic Overlord. Again. Uh, well... We'll we'll get to it. I'll just read mm. it off first. So it's uh you know it is a persona. It is a great three. So that means it has persona. I think all the great threes have persona red. So we don't need to say that yep. every time. Yeah. So it's a great three. It has a continuous on van or rear that during the battle of this attack to rear guard your opponent cannot call, cannot call cards from their hand to guard circle. At all. Yep. So it, it is unguardable on from hand on rear guard on rear guard attacks, and then it has an auto on vanguard circle once per turn when its attack hits anything you can counter blast one discard a card from your hand stand this unit and it gets drive minus one gee i feel like i've heard that second skill before i think this card is bad bad is like just not worth the, the yeah scratch. I, don't think card's worth it. I think i and we'll talk more about like why i think it's not great i think um yeah i, I think this card's uh i don't really know it, it it discarding a card feels really bad um, because like if you're guaranteeing the restand by attacking rear guard, you're kind of already like losing a damage. Like I don't really like either it shouldn't lose to a drive or shouldn't discard a card. It feels awkward that it does. Uh, so okay. it's cool that it can uh bully rear guards on. It's cool that it has a rear guard skill. Yeah, so you I can. I don't, really, I don't really like it. You can use it in anything, which is cool mm-hmm. for that, yeah. if nothing else. Um. Of course, you've you've heard our opinion of them bringing these back. We're not too uh, jazzed well, on it. I'm glad they're toned down for sure. I, mean, uh, I just dislike that. You know, or I mean, it's like Draconic Overlord is like you know supposed to be like a really big card, right? This card was insane, and when it was first printed, it was fine. In V, I mean, this is basically the same as V. Yeah. But like it's, it, I don't know. It feels worse here. Oh, because well, well, it doesn't have the plus ten k skill anymore. Oh sure. Oh, that's true, huh? Well, yeah, be, so because it has that guaranteed hit thing. They're like, why would we need to? Dot dot dot. Right. So. Um, yeah. So I'm not. Um, I'm not uh, too uh, excited about this card. It's cool. Uh, I like Draconic Overlord. Draconic Overlord's a cool archetype. 
Usually there's a the something, Dragonic Overlord, the... Well, in the, that's only true for the later iterations. Like, if we ever get, like, the end, or the great, or the whatever, right? Yeah. The cross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's only when they have, like, some other epithet attached to their name, right? I'm still waiting for the day that they uh, release a Dragonic Overlord, not this shit again. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think the card's pretty whatever. I don't know how you all feel about it. I mean, I've made my opinion on it very clear with my very enthusiastic reading of its card text. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about a card that I uh, like a little more. Uh, Virena er uh, Erger. Er 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 whatever. Erger? Erger, er Erger yeah, whatever. I I'm not going to say this word. Okay. Uh, so it is a grade two uh, overdress unit, uh, obviously on Trickstar. Um, and it has an effect in hand at the end of the battle that your Trickstar attacked a Vanguard. If your Vanguard is Nirvana, you can Soul Blast 2 and overdress this on top of the Trickstar as Stand and Counter Charge 1. So this is a super uh, cool skill, uh, generating an extra attack off a... Uh, we'll talk about this Trickstar attack later, but yeah, very important. And then a Continuous on Rear Guard, and guard, on rear guard Circle and Guard Circle fits in the overdress state. It gets power plus 10,000, shield plus 10,000, and it's act upon opponent's turn. So it's going to be a 20k rearguard. It's going to be pretty hard to bully, and, you know, being a 15k intercept is super nice, especially out of a deck like Nirvana, which typically has some defensive problems. I yep. like it. I, I generally agree with that. Like, It's like... I don't know if I want to say it's completely better than Valiant. I feel like it probably is. But, like, the Soul Blast 2 part is a little bit awkward. I don't, mm, I don't, don't know how... Don't too much in overdress, the Overdress deck. Yeah. But I it's going to be hard to do it multiple times. Yeah, I guess with some other cards we'll see later that might be okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there, I think there are definitely some, uh, some cards that are going to be really important for kind of boosting up your um, uh, Trickstar attack, too. So... Uh, and we'll talk about those uh, toward the end. So, uh, with this and the original Virena and Arcs and uh, whatever the other one was, the the cover card from last set, what's like the breakdown of uh, your overdress? So you're always going to play four Arcs. Okay. Yeah, uh, absolutely four and you'll Arcs. You'll probably play like a four of this card, and mm -hmm. then like the, uh, the original Virena, you want to play as few copies as you can get away with. I so would probably like, just play the one. If you could play the one and not like draw it, that'd be mm -hmm. really good. Honestly, yeah. I just discard the original Virena all the time. Yeah. Like the only reason you would even play the one is just so you can grab something off of the ride, uh, your ride line, right? Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. so it's a uh, a wash instead of a. Also, ride the soul bust out the uh, trick star you yeah. start on. Right. I cause... mean, you can always just soul blast and like not grab anything. Yeah, but that. But I feel like if you're soul blasting, you might like you might as well grab a card. Mm-hmm. Since right. you can just discard the Firena you search to ride up to or to to get call the Trickstar back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, definitely run as few original Verenas as possible. Preferably just have the one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Completely and agree. And then, uh, numbers of Valiant. I'm not a hundred percent sure about because like arcs after... goes down for sure yeah like you definitely don't run four maybe two because like after you get the draw arcs just kind of sits there it is still a 20k rear guard with nirvana but like 
if you could make it bigger by just calling over it with Valiant, I don't see why you wouldn't. Yeah, counterboss two, draw one, draw counterboss one, draw two. It's just good value. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I would like to see another rearguard way of calling Trickstar as well. Uh, you know, things that would be nice. Yep. <laughs> oh, just like to either search it or just waste. No, call to it get... and drop specifically. Oh, I mean, you have. This is foreshadowing. It. Oh. <laughs> uh, thanks. Oversimplified. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, I like Urger, don't really like Dio. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. I wish there. Dragonic Overlord just did something else. Same. I, I wish I got like a bunch more power, did something. I like, didn't discard a card, like, you know, gained oh. something somewhere. I feel like the card is just. Uh, mm, medium? Yeah, like, <laughs> medium minus, really. Hey, there it is. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's a. It's like a trial deck card that they shoved into mm -hmm. a triple R spot. Correct. And that's the first card in the set, too. You're, they're, so, mm -hmm. like, that's a statement, almost. Yeah, it's not the yeah. cover card, but, you know, whatever. No, but it might as well be. Um, also, when you said Dio in my brain, like, I know it, it was an acronym, but my brain imagined Dio from JoJo. So, thanks for that. <laughs> oh, I, I can't wait to start talking about ODDO oh or God. Dio. <laughs> it's gonna be super cool and good. Gonna make this uh, gonna make me vomit. And uh, speaking of vomit, uh... <laughs> okay. uh, was I doing? I was doing this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We decided to so, swap Dark States and Brandgate for this set. Right. So uh, the this card is Crimson Expeller, Grade Two. Uh, it, it has uh, two skills. The first is when it attacks a Vanguard, you can Soul Charge one on Rearguard only. Which is, you know, fine. And it has another skill. In Soul, you can counterblast one and put it in drop to Soul Charge one, choose one of your vanguards, and it gets powerful plus 10,000. I wish it could buff up something else. Yeah, buffing a counterblast to get buff your vanguard by 10,000 is not great. <laughs> like, especially because Bruce, you just wouldn't play this. I don't think you have space. There are so many other better things that you could be playing in Bruce. Correct. And then for Borrow Magnus, it's just like, you already get 10k from his own skill. But it probably takes a couple of turns for you to get his call skill. So your rear guard columns are going to be a bit weaker. That's where I would want to have things get buffed up. Yeah, most people are pretty are pretty much holding stuff for your barrow, for your barrow activation anyway. So yeah, it's like not a huge, uh, huge amount of concern yeah like it already gets 10k in a crit people were just going to perfect guard it anyways if they could yeah i wish it really could give two rear guard i think that make the card a lot better i i think their idea with doing this was like this can fit in either deck not that it does but they tried um, yeah but like if you just if it just said choose one of your units like yeah. that just fixes it definitely um but I can appreciate them trying to thread the needle on it, even though it was a failed attempt. But, you know, fire vomit, always good. <laughs> uh, speaking of vomit-inducing, um, <laughs> yeah. Diabolo's Jetliner Lenard. So this is my card for best card in the set. Um, oh, absolutely. Oh, so I... this is a grade two. Uh, it is a Bruce-specific card in that it requires Final Rush. And literally Bruce name, <laughs> and I, 
We'll figure. We'll probably figure out why eventually. So it has a. It has two skills. The first is a continuous undergrad circle that if you're in final rush, it gets power plus five thousand, and when it would attack, it battles all of your opponent's units in a column, so front and back. Mm -hmm. So that is already a very good skill, but as in as is true of Bruce, it has another skill as well, uh, that when it hits, you can soul charge one. And if your vanguard is Bruce, um. You can choose up to one card from your soul and call it to an open rearguard circle. Oh boy. This is so good. Holy shit. Yeah, this card is quite nutty. Um, yeah. Basically, uh, you can... Uh, this card just does so much. This changes uh, the entire deck. This card yeah. alone. It's, yeah, uh, this card's insane. Like, would you like to have an already good rearguard just casually give you the ability to make a six attack in Bruce? Potentially seven. It's so insane, honestly. And like, how to say, uh, the people you can play around it by like kind of reducing how much back row you have. Yeah. But like, mm -hmm. you know, you have to like constantly think about this card. It's definitely yeah. like a huge, huge concern when you're playing anything. Yeah, like like some some decks really are hamstrung by this card. Magnolia being the prime example because like people are playing that uh, that tiger. The one that's like 15k base, mm -hmm. so that they can put it in the back, so that this thing is easier to guard. Yeah, like yeah. honestly, like uh, when I when I when I watch people play against this deck, they're like uh, basically like people are const constructing their deck in a way where they can kind of get rid of their back row if they if they need to. Mm-hmm. Because of you know, because if your center column is full, you now have to guard two attacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, leaving your center column is real rough. Because then they're going to kind of do what they want and also attack another thing. Mm. Yep. So, you know, if you let your rear guard get hit, well, congratulations, you're now having a six attack coming at you. And uh, as and because this thing is 15k, it can hit, it, it will at least touch anything. Correct. Yeah. Which and is since, so annoying. You know, the, co the column attack is active on final rush, there is a strong possibility your opponent just persona road. So it's probably 25? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it restands, so it, so they can attempt to do this twice. Mm-hmm. It's very cool and good. And, oh, and by the way, and none of this stuff is once per turn. Yeah. Yep. And, Which uh, is very cool and good. This is why I am so excited. Like, this is the kind of nutty Pale Moon shit that I can get behind. Um. Yeah, this, this card is... Uh, whew. Yeah, this card's something. Yes, it is. And such an innocuous name like Leonard. <laughs> Leonard sounds like the type of guy who works in accounting, not the guy who's going. He sounds to... like a copyright attorney. Yes, exactly. Leonard, the copyright attorney. Leonard French, your favorite copyright attorney. If uh, if anybody wants to make fan art of that, please uh, send it to us at Nexus at Night on Twitter yeah. or Instagram. No, I actually follow. I actually follow a copyright attorney on YouTube named Leonard French. Oh, you weren't kidding! I thought you were just making that shit up off the top of your head. No. Oh. <laughs> Why? Why do you? Okay, whatever. Fine. I'm not gonna stop him, and nobody will because it's Leonard. So yeah. All right. So moving on into significantly more boring cards, we have Cardinal Drake, Cardinal Draco Alvidred, Alvidred. What the fuck are these names? Uh, grade 2, 10k. It's 
So continuous rearguard circle. If your world is Dark Knight, gets power plus two thousand. If it's Abyssal Dark Knight, it instead gets power plus five thousand. So it's a fifteen k attacker. Okay. And then at the end of the battle attack, retire a shadow army. Retire one of your opponent's rear guards. Card super good. Yeah. It's nice. Uh, it sucks it only gets two k if you with one Dark Knight, but um, you know whatever. Yeah, yeah, but like, don't you need Abyssal Dark Knight to be making shadow armies anyways? Uh, no. Technically. But spoiler. Oh, well, yeah, true. <laughs> I th but it would be nice, like, in that early game to have it be hitting, uh, you know, grade three vanguards going second. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? Well I, mean, well, I mean, if you're at grade three, you should probably already be at Abyssal Dark Knight anyways. So, I feel like... No, 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 if the opponent's at grade three and you're going second. Honestly, the power difference yeah. from like being thirteen to twenty to fifteen is not super relevant in this deck. No, I don't think it's that relevant at all because if your well, opponent's on grade three and you're going second, like you should still be at Abyssal Dark Knight by the time you're at your grade three turn. No, what I'm saying is like, um, I'm like, because typically an Orphist is going to be boosted mm -hmm. by fifteen k. Yeah. So it's all so the if, if it were even if it were thirteen originally. It, 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 so basically, you want the second stage to actually hit the guard stage, which yeah. makes sense because you're, you're gonna like if you're not getting it, you probably just lose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, like, if you weren't hitting a Bissell Dark Knight, you were probably losing an Orphist anyways. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, this is I'm just saying that like whatever Atlas was saying doesn't make a whole ton of sense because like forget if it. If you're if you're like going second and then you're opponent, like no, I don't. I'm not sure what scenario you were trying to come up with there. Well, he's saying, like, when you ride grade 3, like, let's say... Mm -hmm. Like... I don't know. I guess I guess you would just use your Dark Knights if you had it to make it 15, so, yeah. Yeah. There, like, there's no reason to, like, hold one unless you're, like, only have the retire ones or something. Mm-hmm. Or the, all the counterblast ones you get denied, which does yeah. happen, actually. Denying on denying on two is like pretty good now. That's true. Uh, this is one of the cards people use to kind of play around Leonard and Orphist, um, <laughs> because its ability to retire Shadow Armor Trigon. See if you don't have anything to retire necessarily. Uh, basically, getting being being able to kind of like uh, just get rid of your uh, back row. It's kind yeah. of relevant. Oh, just to make it so they can't like just mm -hmm. you know hamstring them. Correct. Got it. Because uh, even though the Shadow Armors are fifteen, Leonard still hits. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we have a pretty cool card for prison, Aurora Battle Princess Perio Turquoise, also <laughs> grade 2 10k. So during your turn, if two of your opponent's cards are imprisoned in your prison, it gets power plus 5,000. And then auto front row circle, when your opponent's imprisoned card is placed on rear guard circle, it gets power minus 5,000 until end of turn. This card is actually insane. Yeah. Just... This is the card that prison needed... This card doesn't make prison like OP or even mm -hmm. I don't know if it makes them good, but it makes them playable. They went yep. from medium minus to medium plus. Well, they started out in the dumpster. So yeah, it took a while like, to get here. Probably prison was like one of the worst decks in set one meta, I think, and it is now at least playable. Yeah, I think it's like pretty middle, middle of the road now. I, th I think it's better than Barrow post yeah. set. I, I've never really ran into them. Yeah, like, nobody actually plays them outside. Yeah. Like, people only care about prison for horny jail jokes. Nobody actually plays the deck. 
I'm so glad for Cord Band horny chill jokes. <laughs> Good. But yeah, like, as an actual deck down, this is actually... Everyone was like, no, we're tired of this. <laughs> I mean, right. who who isn't tired of them, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah so like, minusing opponent power is pretty big. Helps you not die. And, uh, yeah, and makes getting stuff out of jail not an afterthought. Yes. Because, like, for a lot of people, it's like, okay, just give me my shit back. Thank you. And then they just continue on like normal. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, I get my shit back, but I can't hit anymore. Damn it. Now you have to, like, uh, make decisions you wouldn't necessarily want to make, which is what control decks are supposed to do. Although, this set also added a bunch of main phase retires to a bunch of decks, so it's, like, probably the first thing people are going to try and hit. Yeah, Which probably. is unfortunate. Yeah. Un- meh. Well, they did what they could. Oh, yeah. Like, pretty good card makes prison actually kind of playable. Mm-hmm. Will probably be retired 100% of the time unless your opponent is dumb or bad at the game. Or just didn't draw into their retire stuff, depending that, on what they're That's what with. I meant by bad at the game, Alice. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so going into Keter Sanctuary, we have Heavenly Bow of Edifying Guidance, Referazos. Jesus I know Christ, some of these words. <laughs> these fucking names. It's a grade 3, 13k. If you Persona Road this turn, it gets boost and auto back row once per turn when your other unit stands by a card effect, stand this unit. I do not care about this card. It is pretty whatever. Is it because, like, you're probably standing Alden anyway, which is already forcing a bunch of cards, so this is just kind of like an afterthought, or what's the... Yeah. It's vanilla but... unless you Persona ride, and then in which case the boost is like, meh. Mm-hmm. And, like, you already have Dark Strain for that. So... I mean, this card is... This, 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 yeah, I don't think this card's very good. Bummer that it's a triple R, then. <laughs> Correct. Yes. I could be wrong, but... I don't see the point. Yeah, I mean, I'm like I'm thinking about my deck lineup right now, and it's just like, well, if I cut the four facados because they actually don't do anything, it's like maybe. I guess having a slightly bigger column sometimes matters, but yeah, I don't know if this is the go-to. <laughs> so yeah, and then we have a very boring card after that, peanut butter dragon. So, 13k, grade 3. When it's placed on Vanguard Circle, you can choose a card with Blaster in its name, call it from your soul, then auto, or act Vanguard once per turn, counterblast one, retire three rear guards, retire two of your opponent's rear guards, and it gets power plus 10,000 in the critical until end of turn. Gee, I wonder where we saw that before. Boring. I have nothing else to say about this card. Let's move on. (sighs) All right. Okay. Well... (laughs) It's a good thing that Stoikea once again got the coolest stuff of the set. Maybe not the best, but the coolest. Uh, so, Sylvan Horn Beast uh, Dam- Dominaru, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's uh, grade 2 for, uh, or, you know, 10k. Uh, when it's placed on rear, if your vanguard is Magnolia, you can Soul Blast 1, choose one of your rear guards, and until end of turn, that unit can attack from the back row and gets plus 5k. 
And then also on rear, once per turn, uh, when this unit is chosen by your Vanguard's effect, this unit gets plus 5k until end of turn. Alright. Yeah, so not only can this help extend uh, turns where you either don't have a Persona ride or it's still that uh, early mid-game, it it allows you to have multiple back row attacks besides just, uh, you know, Magnolia themselves, and it's also a way to get back row attacks if you are being damage denied for whatever reason. Um, Mm -hmm. And then aside from that, it it has an extended life as something that gets an extra 5k. So if it's with Magnolia's effect, it's only going to be 20k, which is kind of an awkward number. But, uh, you know... Something. It's still quite appreciated, especially in those earlier stages of the game. So, uh, and is a fantastic ghost chase target. Um, and then the other triple R for Stoikea is a Rogue Headhunter, which is a grade one. Uh, on rearguard, if you played an order this turn, it gets plus 5k, so... Uh, 13, so it's basically 13k all the time. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I don't know if, uh, Zorga plays a lot of Blitz orders. Like, not a lot of them keep the four of with Ghost Chase. Most of it's all main phase stuff. Um... But the other effect is when it's placed on rear, the next time you would Alchemagic in order and play it this turn, reduce that cost by Counterblast 1. So, much like, uh, what's her name? The the grade 2. Um, Dandelion Gal. Uh, instead of reducing by a Soul Blast, it reduces a Counterblast by 1. Um, mm-hmm. Which is, you know, less insane than the, the Gal, which, you know makes all soul blast costs free but this is still rather nice in that you know sometimes you just want a free grief yeah uh from what i know a lot of people who've been testing um uh zorga have an all cut headhunter really really Mm -hmm. because you don't use enough counterblast in zorga soul is more of the bottleneck yeah yeah that is true like you only occasionally use his counterblast, call something from drop, and otherwise it's just grief all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't really need a ton of countercharging. It's true. Um, th- there is reminder text here that if it, if you don't have... It says uh, reduced from total cost does not countercharge even if it becomes negative. So yeah, you can't... that's mostly for uh, weirdos arguing that somehow. Yeah. I'm glad they did that, though. Like This card seems like something you just hold on to for the future if Zorga becomes counterblast heavy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pick up your playset and just sit on it, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, the uh, Daimainaru is definitely a 4 of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, from what I know, if, uh, pretty much, uh, I, have, I have some friends testing, been testing Magnolia pretty avidly, um, and uh, all of them have cut um, uh, Kyono... Glow Nipples? Glow nipples, yeah. Yeah, I've, I ended up cutting it too, which sucks because I love the art on that. You just thing. don't use counterblast for it, honestly. You don't. Yeah. So it's uh, pretty interesting. Um, yeah, uh, but the but the this card is quite good, and then uh, yeah, headhunter is kind of the uh, almost like almost good, right? I think it's ahead yeah. of its time. You know, could be. Yeah, it could definitely become better later, depending on how counterblast costs fluctuate, or if they added, you know add a different Alchemagic, arc, like, are kind of, like, Alchemagic boss than they could be relevant to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, moving on to the double R's, what do we got? Alright, so, uh, first Dragon Empire double R is, um, Blaze Fist Monk Damari. 
And this card actually annoys me, but we'll talk about it after I read it. So it's a grade three. It has an auto on rear. At the end of battle that attacked, you can counter boss one, soul boss one. Choose one of your opponent's front row rear cards. Retire it. And if your vanguard is Nirvana, you can choose up to one grade zero card from your drop and call it your rear guard circle. So this is kind of what I was asking for before, where I want a way to call more trick stars, but it costs a counter blast. Yep. The problem I have with the overdress deck is it's very counter blast heavy. Oh yes. Which is what kind of makes the uh, air guard pretty good, is it does it actually kind of saves you on counter blast because it does counter charge. Yeah. But like, the deck was so counter blast heavy, and I'm and I and I do wonder if this is kind of like. Uh, but you can use this, so you can act, but this card's still really good, don't get me wrong. Because what you can do is you can go, all right, Damari, attack you, right? Counterboss one, Soul Blast one, call. Uh, you could call Trickstar over this guy. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then use Trickstar to battle your opponent's Vanguard, and to battle that Trickstar attacks, activate Urger, overdress on top. So that's yeah. one, two, three, four, five attacks. And this one, can't, this one is guaranteed. Yep. Okay, but uh, how many? So that's. So it's Damari fifteen or Damari thirteen. Oh no, yeah. not so much that. I mean, how much counterblast and soul are you spending on that entire? So you're spending, you're spending three soul. Two, you're spending three soul, uh, and no, effectively no counterblast. Yeah. Yeah. You do but need one open to start with, but. Yeah. Well, yeah. So if you, so, it's like kind of like two counterblast play, but you can definitely do this at least. You know, like the your first persona right turn for sure. Well, assuming you can find Damari, right? And mm -hmm. Urger. And then your last attack can be literally any overdress unit, right? Yeah. But you're so, hoping yeah. for um, Urger. Well, you want Urger in hand, right? To to overdress on top of the Trickstar. Yeah. So yeah, you're using a lot of soul, but could could be good. So, okay. This card's kind of neat. Uh, like I said, upside down cost counter blast, but. Uh, Soul is, uh, is becoming more and more of a bottleneck as we go forward. Mm -hmm. So you kind of need two counterblasts for this play, which is a fair bit. Because you want to, assume you want to activate Nirvana. Yeah, makes sense. Alright, any uh, any other... Uh... Nothing on uh, nothing on the Monk. Alright, I hope... I ho <laughs> so the, the Monk has some stuff going on. It's, uh, it's a pretty good card, but I'm just kind of mad about some small things. Yeah. So mm -hmm. next card is a uh, Stealth Dragon Togachi Rashi. Uh, so it's so a grade one 7k. I hate it already. Awkward. And when it's discarded from hand during your turn, you can put this card in your soul. So you, I guess they want you to discard this to either effects for, like, uh, I don't know, writing up or, you know, what have you. I don't know. I think this card writing up, Nirvana skill, I guess Overlord, technically. It is bizarre to me this card is a double R. Yeah. Okay, like, I, I understand that it's, like, soul is, you said soul is becoming more of a bottleneck, meaning that this would be helpful. But do you really want to run four cards in your deck where you're like, this is not meant to be used as right. a unit? I will say this. Grade ones in Dragon Empire are, were atrocious up to this point. Okay. Pretty sure they still are atrocious. Right, right. But you actually have grade ones you want to run as of this set, which we'll talk about more later. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> So, uh, the, the, so this card, despite yeah, despite not really having grade ones, just still doesn't meet the requirements. I don't think. It's weird to me. It's a double R. So yeah, makes sense. Okay, we have another crappy grade one to talk All about. Right, though. So now, now we'll talk about the uh, the Eugene support Drag Raider Idris. Uh, so this is a grade one five K. 
And so if your opponent's regards are trying during this turn, you can count a plus one and perform one of the following. You can either have it get plus 10k, or you can put it into soul and choose one of your opponent's great two or greater rearguards and retire it. So the second effect is one that I mentioned in set one that Eugene would really like. is basically a rearguard that can kind of like go off the, you know, go off like the Eugene retire. You can rest it for Eugene's skill, counterblast one, put it into soul, gaining you a soul, which is really important, and then retiring one of your opponents, another one of your opponents' rearguards. So that's kind of what I wanted out of set one for Eugene. It's a card like this. Out of set one, and yet here we are but, in set two. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, but so if people are still playing Eugene for some reason because they think it's funny, um, or you know you max rarity it because it's like you know eighty like well I guess the PGs are expensive but you know because it's cheap as shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know you could just do whatever you want. But I think this card is like uh, this card is fine. Mm-hmm. Eh. It's also like a fifteen k booster, which is somewhat relevant for reaching decent numbers. Yeah, although uh, if we're going off that combo match set, you're not going to be using it as a booster. But there is still that option, at least. Um, it kind of sucks that you. it has to be there to see the retire happen. It can't be like, you know, you, you, you do your retire with Eugene and then use his skill to call a new board, and now it's just sitting there as a 5 Damari is pretty good. Uh, yeah. Idoris is uh, fine. And uh, I don't think the Togachirashi is really matters. Um, so now for Dark States. So I guess we'll start with this Ice Skater. Uh, Cleave Muddler. It's a great two. Uh, when it attacks, if your Vanguard is Barrel Magnus, you can discard a card from your hand. It gets powerful as 5k. And if your soul has 10 or more cards, you counter charge one. That would be cool, so except for the card, cost. <laughs> Barrel Magnus is a deck that is pretty low on hand most of the time. Yeah. And so just keep shoving more discard cards on it. Yeah, I don't get it either. It is infuriating. Like, it is super not worth it for a deck that already consistently runs with, like, four or less cards in hand. Yeah, it's, uh... Yeah, like, obviously your hand's, like, pretty fine up until you, like, you need a soul charge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, up. But once you soul charge up, your hand is pretty small. They, uh... Yeah. They, they ought to have just made it a soul blast cost like that would have been about as like an awkward decision as having to discard wait uh, no discarding is probably worse well yeah but i'm saying like it, it still would have been a cost versus you know dooming like, you to a life of six damage by making you discard yeah or deck honestly but... if just make it gain 5k and have no other effects <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> just 10 or more soul gets 5k cool great thanks bye <laughs> that would make it better for sure yeah this card is like actual trash alright let's move on then so the next card is Lycia Wildmaster Darius so this is a some pale moon card of some kind uh, so it's a grade 2 and it has a rearguard circle ability when it attacks if your opponent's vanguard is grade 3 you can counter blast 1 soul charge 1 and if this unit gains power plus 5,000 until end of battle. If you have three or more other rear guards, it gets plus 10,000 instead of plus 5,000. Like, okay. Who's this for? Brace, I, I think? It's Just... generic, but, like, I can't see a situation where Borrow Magnus actually has four rear guards. Bruce actually plays nothing but the cards that say Final Rush on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
I could like maybe see you teching this into Bruce as like an early 28k beater for that pre-final rush turn. I don't know why you would use this in Borrowed Magnus, a deck that already counterblasts a ton and probably can't actually call for rear guards. Yeah, this card's pretty whack. Like, I appreciate that it's generic at least. Maybe it'll get better with set three. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, or whatever that ride line ends up being in set three. Besides yeah, just what, more stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean. But, like, I could see situations where you could maybe play it. Like, if Borrow Magnus had any actual advantage, or if you were doing something weird with Bruce. Guess we'll find out. So, speaking of cards I'll never see play, uh, Diabolos, Madonna, Mabel. Uh, it's a great one. And I, I, I think this won't see play mostly due to the quality of... Actually, no, it, this could see play. I'm lying. But I think... Uh, That's like I, a two-off. Pe people have been cutting it, like, down. It's been going, like, straight down. Anyway, we'll read it out first, because it seems like it could be okay. So it's a great one, 7K. The 7K is a really important thing here. Auto one rear guard when this boosts the vanguard. If you are in final rush, counter boss one, choose one of your opponents, or choose one of your vanguards, and it gets triple drive until end of the turn. So basically counterblasting for an extra drive check. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I saw some people start lists on a, where, where they played, you know, like um, uh, like two of them. Yeah. And they've kind of like went down in stock. So this is kind of like a one of like bullet that you just mm -hmm. like, oh, maybe I'll soul charge it and be able to call it out with like uh, Leonard or something. Yeah. Let's see. See, and also this is a problem for like mirror matches because it's a target for Leonard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see, like, not actually playing this card. I don't think you need the extra advantage that badly. Well, if you had, like, a protobulb on the side, right? Mm hmm Then you could, like, Leonard, if Leonard hit, like, let's say they had a back row, like, Leonard, like, pull this out, right? And, like, let's if they only had one back row where you can't really set up any, like, fancier plays, yeah. you could, like, pull this out, attack with the other rear guard, attack with Vanguard, like, activated effect, triple drive, stand, your, stand rear guards, attack... Protobull effect, shove Mabel back and soul grab a card. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, on on paper, it seems so amazing, especially in a deck that, while it does counterblast, it's not as, uh, you know, hamstrung by it as something like uh, Barrow Magnus. And, like, what, what's really counterblasting in Bruce? Protobulb and... Eden and this card. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, like, Fist yeah. Colossus, I guess. They're not playing it in the modern list. Yeah, I was going to say, Fist Colossus was one of the first things to go, I thought. Mm-hmm. Mm. At least I'm not... I'm, at least proof, Proof's not playing it, so I assume nobody is. Yeah, I haven't really <laughs> thought about my Bruce list yet, so... Yeah, uh, but that's kind of... Uh, but I figured... Have. Yeah, but I figured, like, I'd probably be cutting Fist Colossus, too, honestly. Yeah. So, Kurt's, Kurt's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, like... It's, it's a, a lot of it's a, a nice, it's a nice like bonus, but I don't think it's uh, you know, a mm -hmm. central part of the strategy. You're just like and oh, like nope. the le thing leaving back row behind Vanguard in the mirror is uh, yeesh. Yeah. yeah, So you have to make so it's like pretty situational. Mm -hmm. I mean, and even in that case, knowing that you're playing in the mirror match, you just don't call yeah, it. If you can't get rid of it, you just don't call it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know, you still want to just not see it if you know if you if you can help it. Yeah. Well, that's the 
the rub with card games, you will run into run into stuff you don't want when you don't need it. Yep. And and uh that's Matt's entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. And uh what what do we got next, speaking of things we don't want? Uh, Aurora Battle Princess Dairy Violet. So, grade 2 10k. Auto, when placed on Guard Circle, if one or more of your opponent's cards are in prison, Soul Blast 1, choose one of your units. It cannot be hit by a grade 2 or lower attack until end of battle. What the hell is this? Get this out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, let's stop. Missed in 2021? Yeah. Let's take a quick second to assess how many decks play grade 3 rear guards right now. One, I like that this card two. is just completely useless against Bastion. It's really cool. Yeah. Like, completely useless against Bastion. Bruce, I assume you still have... Uh... Oh, they're still playing um, Marjorie, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I assume you still have Marjorie. Uh, I don't... Zorga, you will probably end up calling a Zorga or Hydrogram at some point. Uh, let's see. Unsure if you still play Valiant, but probably... Uh, Magnolia now has a grade 3 that does stuff. It also Soulblast, it's Soulblast 1. I guess it's not horrible. Prison, but... prison has ample soul just because the prison order soul charges 3. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> okay, but like, it does nothing else that helps you win. It just keeps you from losing. Yeah, like... It keeps you from losing and it doesn't even do that half the time just because <laughs> a good majority of decks have grade 3 rear guards that they actually want to play. And like... Especially with, like, the art is so freaking cool. It doesn't even stop, uh, Leonard, if you have a back row. Yeah. Yeah. Choose one of your units. (laughs) Very cool and good. Woof. Yeah, there are, like, so many situations that just negate this card's benefit. Like, at that point, it it should just be an actual perfect guard. Yeah, man. Just say, like, Soul Blast 1, a unit can't be hit. Like, you already have to have two... A card in prison. Your soul blasting one. I don't see why it only says grade two or lower. I I do not envy the man or woman that pulls this as an SP, and there will be someone out there. Big oof. <laughs> Big oof yeah. indeed. So um, yeah, this card is uh quite bad. The next one isn't so bad though. Yeah. So we have Cardinal Noid Thumberino. So it is grade 1 8k. When it boosts a shadow army, you may have this unit get plus 15,000. And if you do, retire all rear guards in the same column as this unit and draw one. I just can't take any unit with the name Noid in its name. Do, do, <laughs> do you think of the thing from Domino's too? Oh, 100%. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Yeah, I, so it, it makes a 38 column and then turns it into a draw, which... You know, that's doing something with the token, at least. Yeah. Also, it gets out of the way against Leonard. Sure does. Gets the whole column out. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's, like, decent. I don't think uh, Orphis has a ton of grade ones it cares about regardless, so I'm pretty sure you would just play this because there's room. Mm -hmm. So, hey, that's good. Good on them for... Yeah. I guess if you have, like, this Bulbul Mine and the Grade 2, you can, like, get rid of most of your board by the end of your turn. Well, that's cool. And then and then just make it, make Leonard not as good or threatening. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. And then another card you probably don't want to play, Gluttonic Monster Malnorm. 
Who uh, drew this? <laughs> I'm serious. This literally the looks like looking at? <laughs> this looks like a doodle in my fifth grade notebook. I swear, just with colors. I don't know what I'm it. looking at. Still don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The longer uh, I look, the more confusing it gets. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like in Brantgate, where everything is like kaiju's and you know Link Joker, her stuff, and then we just have this thing. Mm-hmm. Very cool. But yeah, it's skill as act once per turn. Discard a set order to counter charge one. Is that worth it, or probably not? Because you already but... have the the kaiju thing to yeah. counter. You already have Bulba Mine, and I think like for Orphist, your orders actually do things, and for Prison, you probably just want to avoid playing pr- too many Prison orders. Hmm. Checks out. Like, like, you probably just play the one to draw off of your ride line, and then that's it. Maybe two in a situation where you use more than, like, five soul blasts in the game. Okay. So, yeah, there's, like, no reason to be using this card. Also, Bulbomine gives you soul because it, like, Goes puts into itself soul. into soul. So, like, okay. I can't see a situation where Prison is playing more than one Prison Order, and where Orphus actually wants to discard its set orders. Okay. I'm I'm telling Boucherud this for their own benefit. You cannot afford to print shitty cards for Brantgate. Everyone else No, is... they can. Just because they <laughs> do right. it doesn't mean they can afford to. Oh, no, they can definitely afford to. Jesus Get wrecked. Christ. Get wrecked, Brantgate. I mean, it seems like all of the, like, generic cl- uh, nation cards are kind of bad so far. Some of them are. The, the what they did for Stoikea is okay. I will get to that in a bit. Yeah. But uh I mean I guess like uh the grade two that potentially gains ten K might see some use in the future, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't see a, I don't see a huge reason to be using this particular card. Anyways. Keeter Sanctuary, where we have the dragon dragon. Uh, Heavenly Flight Dragon, Prideful Dragon. It's a lot of dragons. Yeah, Grade 3, 13k. When it attacks, if you have four or more Grade 3 rear cards, so this includes itself, uh, Counter Blast 1, Soul Blast 1, draw a card. If you Persona Road, you can get have it gain 5k and a crit instead of drawing. I mean... Well, it's... Int- okay, well, at least that second thing is till end of turn, so you can, like crit pressure with Bastion. Mm-hmm. So... Eh. And it's also not... I mean, it's not once per turn. You could have, have a gain 10k and two crits. That's true. I don't know. What do you think? Your silence speaks volumes. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> like... Eh. It's like a budget Alden, I guess. Sure. I don't know. I, I just don't know what to think about this card, honestly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's not as bad. It's better than the triple R. Sure. It's we- That's a weird thing to say. But uh, it's happened before, that's for sure. The draw is nice, I guess, if you... Uh... Yeah, like, it, <laughs> like I said, budget Alden. Yeah. Whatever. Like, fine. <laughs> Anyways, 
And now for the how the hell was this a double R? Stellar Razor Angel. Grade 2 10k. When it attacks, if your damage zone has no face up cards, it gets power plus 5,000 until end of battle. Oh, this, oh could this, I make a more boy card? This has big common energy. <laughs> yes, it does. I mean, cool in something like Hexa Orb where you, you know, counter blast a ton, but. Uh... I have other things I can be playing in Hexa Orb. Yeah, it especially feels bad being a double R, because you're like, dude, come on. <laughs> like, this card sucks, moving on. Yep. Uh, we have Diaglass Sorceress, uh, grade 1 8k for uh, Hexa Orb. So when it's placed, if your Vanguard is Hexa Orb or Pentagleam, Counterblast 1, discard a card, look at top 2 from your deck, choose up to 2 card, unit cards, call them to rear guard, put the rest on top of your deck in any order. Oh, that's good! Isn't it? Yes. But, so, you either plus 1, or, like, worst, worst worst case, you discarded a card to put 2 triggers on top of your deck, which is not bad. But, like, most likely, it's probably a wash where you call 1, put 1 back. Yeah. And... Like, best case scenario, you just straight up plus calling two units, so... Mm -hmm. it It's hard to be in a situation where this card is really all that bad. Minusing in Hexa Orb feels like shit if you end up having to put both cards back on top, but mm -hmm. hey, double trigger. Yeah, although that would suck if it's turn two, because you only did the one. Um... Yeah. Now, I think... You're, most scenarios, you're looking to at least call one thing to at least make it a wash. Right, of course. But, you know, it was something you guys needed, for sure. Yeah. It's a shame that the ride line says counterblast one draw a card. They should have just let you guys have a, for so, many, so many complaints about that ride line. The ride line is so bad, I'm actually considering playing Blaster Dark instead. <laughs> <laughs> but we can talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Good hexa orb support. Mm hmm. Who would have um, guessed? There's, uh, we have a deep emotion maiden, uh, Urhula. It's, uh, grade one, 8k, and this is very good generic support in either nation. So, continuous on rear. Uh, when you would exchange or move rear guards during the main phase, you can also move them along rows, which I'll get to that when we get to the commons. Um, and then the other effect is uh, continuous on rear gear units in front of this unit cannot be chosen by your opponent's effects. Um, so just give the thing in front of it resist. Hey, nice and free. Good stuff. Um, this is probably less useful in Zorga, but it's very, very useful in Magnolia. Um, I see this at like threes and fours of in most decks, deck lists that I'm seeing mm -hmm. for it. Um, and this only gets better with time as uh, we get more uh, card effects that benefit from being in the back that you eventually want to move to the front. One thing that sucks about calling stuff in the back row behind Magnolia was if you put it behind Vanguard, it was stuck back there. Now that doesn't matter. You can just go move it in an L shape. It's back to the front row. So good stuff. Love this thing. Anything to say about it? None too much. Yep. Yeah, no, kind of speaks for itself. Yeah, there's also a regurgitation. I'm from... not sure you play this card though. Yeah, uh, it kind of kind of depends on the meta. Like again, we're getting a whole lot of like extra removal options. So 
Like, there is an argument to be made that, like, the decks that would most likely get rid of your stuff could get rid of this and then just get rid of whatever's in front of it fairly easily. Mm-hmm. Um, you you mostly want to use it, at least in uh, Magnolia, for that lateral movement, though. Right. Than for the resist stuff. Uh, there's Regurgitation from the Underworld, which I've been calling Hell Vomit, because why wouldn't you? Uh, it's a normal order. You can play it with a Counterblast 1, Soul Blast 1. You choose any one of any player's rearguards, retire it. And then you choose up to one card with the same grade from your drop and call it to rare. If this was part of Alchemagic, you can call two things instead of one. Um, so See, this card's like super specific. Yes, it is. Like I do not like the fact that it has to be the exact same rear guard or the exact same grade. I feel like I'd play one of this and maybe it would come up. Yeah, in, like, e- I, in either deck. I'd honestly. see. Like, I could see two in Zorga just because, like, the retired utility is very useful. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I wouldn't even... I don't think I would play this card in Magnolia. Uh, you, I have it at one just as, like, a removal option. I, because... I, I do want to say, like, I appreciate the design decision to make it usable in both decks. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the way they're designing orders for Stoicaea, where you get, like, half the benefit for playing it in the wrong deck, but you still get a benefit. Mm-hmm. Like, gives you options. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it, it's it, it's obviously meant to be used in Zorga, but you you more use it as targeted removal in Magnolia if you decide to play it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially now that you have started running grade threes, this against the um, the the Bastion matchup isn't quite as awkward. Whereas before. In, in a set one meta, if you had this, you'd be calling other copies of, of Magnolia, which you're like, ugh, gross. But there's uh, more to do with this, and I think uh, it's a good card, and I think it only gets better as we get more options for calling out stuff. Yeah. Um, there's also a big meme against Bastion, though, trying to set up a grade three in your drop zone to call. Yeah. I mean, one way you can do that is with the next order, which is Wild Intelligence. Uh, it's a grade zero order, which, weird. Um, you play it with a counterblast. You mill three cards from the top of your deck, choose up to one card with the same grade as your Vanguard or lower from your drop and call it to rear. If your Vanguard is Magnolia, uh, Magnolia you call two instead of one. What do you think this card, Alice? I love it. Uh, <laughs> this yeah, thing... I, I, think, I think you just jam for this. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. this thing is a three or four of easy because uh, what I see people doing is they're playing four of this card and just playing the um, Zorka ride line into Magnolia. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, you now run enough orders where because you run four Ghost Chase, three to four of this thing. No, no, you can't get Ghost Chase back with the grade two, so you don't. Even, they're not, like I don't, they're not even playing Ghost Chase. Oh, I still have Ghost Chase just for the recycling. Yeah, they're to... playing like uh, some of the like uh, other orders at grade two, uh, uh, the... like the ones that because they're milling a lot, yeah. so they're playing the one that gets like power mm-hmm. for milling, and they're playing the ones that like uh, buff your whole back row, but you can't move them anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. That there's like uh, there's like a grade one where oh, are you talking about the grade one that's fifteen k and then. Uh, can't be called anywhere but back row center. No, then... no, 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 Like the the grade two orders, like a uh, nectar of sensation. The fruit. Oh, that yeah. one. Yeah. And like the fruit order. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I, th- that is one way to do the deck. I I think there are now multiple ways to play 
in uh, in both Bruce and this and a lot of decks actually that I think um, maybe I'll end up coming to the same conclusion. I don't know. I've only like lightly tested stuff. Yeah, it sucks that so. the uh, Grade Two and the Zorga Ride Line can't get back Ghost Chase because it only gets back normal orders. Yeah. Well, that yeah. sucks. Oh well. Uh, but ha- having Ghost Chase able to recycle things like, like I'll, I'll I'll like get a Magnolia back with this or with Hell Vomit or whatever, and then bounce it, and then rewrite mm-hmm. next turn, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but uh, yeah, this thing is mwah, so good. I don't. It, I don't know. It if might be you... the best order. It might be the best order printed yet. Honestly, I think so. I think it's a contender. I don't know if you use it in Zorga, but I know Zorga likes smilling. So, I don't think it's worth it in Zorga. Not worth it in I Zorga. Don't, I don't think you have space in Zorga. Mm. Okay, yeah, that's fair. It's also just not worth it because the counter blast is kind of low value when you're only getting one unit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I think you still would rather just find Hendrina to mill, mm-hmm. and you also have Agony. That deck also has Agony, which lets you mill a bunch. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, this thing was, uh, really what Magnolia needed, especially, like, Magnolia has card advantage problems and problems coming back from having their board blown up, either by that order from Cater Sanctuary or whatever other, uh, wacky shenanigans come up next, but, uh, I think this is kind of just what the doctor ordered. Uh, so, that being the end of the double R's, we now come to any rares or commons that interest us, no matter what's, uh nation they happen to be a part of uh did anybody want to uh start uh, start us off oh i have a bunch uh yes uh, go nuts go for it yeah so probably the most important one for prison was moments of securing 24 aurora battle princesses 24 hour coverage is a grade 2 or normal order so you play it with soul blast 1 if your opponent's hand has four or more cards in it your opponent imprisons a card from hand then, if there are three or more cars in prison, you give one of your units 5,000. Nice. Just... Yeah, this card's quite good. So, so yep. just being able to rip a card out of hand is very helpful. Also, this name is a complete meme. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm going to have this so much fun. This might be the running. longest card name ever made. It actually might. I don't know. Like, 99th generation dimensional great dire... What was Dyer's full name? 99th Generational Dimensional Robo Commander Great Dyerth. Yeah, I think this one is actually longer than that. Well done. Congratulations, we've Very cool. Great Dyerth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, gives a column plus 5k, which is huge because Prison had power problems in set one, and just, you know, ripping a card from hand is always good. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Another one is Whimsical Machine Beast Bug Motor. Why is it whimsical? Uh, but it's a great one. If one or less cards are imprisoned in your prison, you can rest it and imprison something from your opponent's drop. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Another card that's probably necessary just for, like, potentially getting rid of... Or filling the prison up with garbage so your opponent can't call anything from it. Or, yeah. Well, they can, but it's not good yeah <laughs> nobody wants that uh there's also aurora battle princess mel horizon it is a grade three uh when it attacks a vanguard you counterblast one uh imprison the opponent's rear guard and gets power plus five thousand. it's an 18k attacker I, that's <laughs> actually all i have to say about that card 
It's an ATK. Uh, hang on. There was like one more. All right. Aurora Battle Princess, Birit Canary. So it's a grade two on play. Choose one of your opponents in prison card and drop it. Nice. Yeah, so like actual removal. It's like an extra step. That said, I don't know if you actually play this card just because it might be worthwhile to just keep trying to mass in prison and try to beat your opponent with raw power. Hmm. So, I don't know. I guess we'll test with and without and see what happens, but I feel like right now, cards like Mel Horizon are probably more important. There was also like a grade one common that got 5k if there was something in the prison, which is huge because it means you can consistently make above 28k columns now. Oh, that's good. It's more pressure. Yeah. Aurora Battle Princess loaded Azali, so yeah. Uh, during battle boosted, if two or more cards are imprisoned, it gets power plus 5,000. So, like, Brantgate actually has consistent power columns now. Or Good. Prison has consistent power columns now. The deck's actually real. And it only, oh, yeah. it only took them two sets <laughs> and a trial deck. Uh, I, I only have three that, like, really catch my attention. Otherwise, we'll be sure. here all day. Uh, I'll start off with a real simple one. So, Shooting Mutant, mutant Bullet Wasp. Is a 10k grade two that can intercept from the back row. Uh, All right. Yeah, so so you can just stick this in the back. Uh, it ends up being one of your targets, and then <laughs> intercept with it when it uh, outlives its usefulness. There's coffin shooting, which I think you can use in either deck. Uh, it's a 10k grade two. Act from drop once per turn, which I don't quite understand how that works. But uh, you can soul blast one, bind an order card from your drop, and then call this to an open rear. Um, yeah, that card's insane. Yeah, so it just turns, like, either deck, it, it's a warm body, and especially for something like uh, Magnolia, which has that white tiger that needs a full board to function, mm -hmm. this can help uh, facilitate that. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if you'd use this a lot in Zorga, just because you want those orders to stay in drop so that you can alchemagic them. Uh, but it's a thing you can use. And then lastly... <laughs> Uh, Sylvan Horn Beast Iliata, which is a grade 3 elephant, uh, on rear, and, uh, when it attacks, if you have two or more units, uh, that are in front of this unit, this gets plus 5k until end of that battle, and then if you have three or more units, so just Vanguard and two things in front, you Soul Charge, which, uh, we have a Soul Engine now, finally, which means that oh, yeah. all of the Soul Blast costs from before now have something to power it. Uh, which means that this card is incredibly important. Uh, at the same time, if you use Magnolia's effect on it, or the, the Fox's effect, the Triple R, it hits 23, which means it can hit over a trigger. So, very cool. Yes, very important card. Uh, a lot of decks I've been seeing him at 2 or 3 of, probably not 4 of, but hey, also it's something you can call with Hell Vomit against, uh, against uh, Bastion, so... Yeah, I just have a few cards here. Have so, at it. The first one is uh, Blaze Maiden Aruna. Uh, it's a grade one uh, that when it boosts a grade zero unit, gets power plus 5,000. Uh, this can help Trickstar hit 18. Uh, mm -hmm. So instead of just being like a 13k attack with a random uh, grade one, because you do need something behind it, uh, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. It kind of sucks that this doesn't go away, but you don't actually have a lot of options for... Uh, that <laughs> go away is in like go into soul or something or, or like disappear yeah yeah but uh you know 
uh, the the Erger in front of it will be hard to bully, so that's okay. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, it's just a okay card. Um, and then another card is a Hellblast Full Dive, which is a grade three order. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Play with Counter Blast one, and uh, you draw a card, choose a card from your hand, call to Rearguard Circle. Then if you're in Final Rush, all of your front row units get powerful ten thousand. So it can just be another big kind of boost to Final Rush turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, could be overkill, um, but you know, is something to think about. And then the last card, which I think is the best of the cards I'm going to read, is uh, Surveillance Gear Dober. Uh, it has an auto in rear. At the end of battle, you should boost it. If you're in Final Rush, you can put it into Soul. Choose one of your units to get power plus 10,000. So it gets out of the way so you can use Leonard's effect. <laughs> yeah. And give something 10,000. You know, <laughs> all it gets to. Yeah. Oh my god. I actually still have a couple more for Keter. Oh my god. Sure. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, so there was four Mupo Chosen Knights, so it's a grade three order. Counter Blast well, 1, Soul Blast 1. Yeah. Oh, Chosen. I see. Yeah. yeah. So perform all of the effects according to the number of grade threes. You have uh, two or more, one of your units gets 5k, three or more, draw a card, four or more, one of your vanguards gets drive plus one. Hilarious. So, Basically, awesome. Counter Blast 1, Soul Blast 1 to plus 2. Hmm. Or plus, I guess plus 1 since you're using the order. Yeah, but uh, the best way to plus is to get extra drive checks, so. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and then there was Knight of Subtlety O-Wine, so uh, grade 2 10k. When placed on rear guard circle, if your vanguard's Hexa Orb, Soul Blast 1, look at top 2, choose up to 2 of them for... Um, among them, put them on top of your deck in any order. Put the bo- rest on bottom in any order. So if you actually manage to see two triggers, you can put them back on top. And then when your drive check reveals a trigger unit, you can counter plus one, give it plus 10k. You're don't never know. Doing that, right? Probably not. Gotcha. Like I don't know when the hell you're gonna use that because full counter blasting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, it's it, it's so you can use all your counter blasts. So what's her name? Shouldn't <laughs> have the extra five k. <laughs> all right. Um. So I guess uh, the last question: uh, Who wins the set? Who loses the loses the set? It's a tough one. Hmm. I'm gonna go I'm... with uh, Bruce. Bruce wins. <laughs> yeah. Like Bruce wins. If we're talking in terms of improving since set one, like prison is huge. Yeah, prison improved a lot. Uh, Granted, it needed a lot, but... Yeah, but I think it more or less got what it needed, which is good. Like, it has actual power columns now. It has ways to build up prisons that don't rely on just nuking the board. Mm-hmm. Like, prison is a real deck now. Yeah, it, it's yeah, all... If... Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, uh, Orphist also has things to do with the tokens besides just make tokens, too. Yeah, but being a free attack deck is pretty cringe. Yeah. Also, like, Hexa Orb also got some pretty decent stuff with Olwayton and uh, Diaglass. Being able to actually plus in the deck is huge, even if it is kind of costly. In my opinion, the big losers are uh, Barrow Magnus and Zorga. Yeah. I mean, Zorga Zorga does have the shark that... I don't think Atlas talked about. Yeah, but I don't think it's... Uh... I don't think it's enough to matter. Like, it's good, it's helpful, but it's... Uh... Here, it's fine. really marginal improvements, honestly. Yeah. 
Like, Zorgo seems like it's in a holding pattern right now. I don't think it gets worse, but it also doesn't definitely doesn't get better. Yeah, yeah so... I, I like where Magnolia is at post the set, though. Yeah, me yeah. too. So, Fleet Eater was grade 2, 10k. When it attacks, if you Outer Magic something this turn, you can Soul Blast, uh, he gets plus 5, and uh, Battledore still. So, uh, to those who don't know, yeah. Battledore is if when the opponent would guard, they have to put two or more cards down at the same time. I mean, but, like, some shields are so small, it's typically happening anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you attack with him unboosted while the opponent hasn't taken anything on damage yet, uh, that is, like, the, the idea is to skirt as close to the line as possible. Well, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But with Persona riding, that's never going to happen, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, I think once you get to a Persona ride turn, you just want to make it as big as possible and try to force as many cards as you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But still, it's an option, so. You are allowed to put it in your deck, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I also just love the art on it, where uh, yeah. there, there was a card called God-Eating Zombie Shark however many mm-hmm. years ago, and they're like, let's what bring I... that shit back. What? Hell yeah. yeah. That card was sweet. <laughs> it was. Uh, so, if there's anything you thought we missed, uh, you can you can find us on Twitter or Instagram, at Nexus at Night. Yell at us if you want. We'll maybe answer. We're in the no, mood. don't yell at me. Don't yell at him, but I'm kind of the one who's taking most of the abuse on the chin so <laughs> you know it's me uh and then uh you can also if you want to support the show patreon.com slash nexus at night get a whole ass bonus show every week uh five dollar or more tier or if it's uh if you donate ten dollars a month uh you get thanked like uh darren cole and josh and uh where can they find you guys you can find me on twitter at wiggums two g's two z's you can find me at plasma eclipse and then you can find me at Atlas Novak, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I am on the Burbank Comedy Festival next month. So uh, stay tuned on my uh, Twitter for that. And uh, I also have a new show. Let's see when it, time you guys are hearing this. Generation Dan coming out uh, tomorrow, Thursday, the 24th. So I will uh, tweet that out on the Nexus at Night Twitter. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And until then, I was Atlas. I'm still Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.